I'm Kirsty Gillen. And I'm Laura Farlin. We are the AHSS Digital Learning Team. Welcome to our AHSS Digital Learning Coffee Break podcast series. This has been a challenge, but it's also been a really good way of, of changing and, and letting us refresh the way that we do things. Carol Moslowski and the HAP Marketing and Recruitment Team were shortlisted for the Student Engagement category in the AHSS Digital Learning Awards. Here, Carol talks about the shift to online brought by the pandemic and offers some useful insight and advice for others who wish to reach a wider audience and engage them in new ways. Hello everyone, um, so my name is Carol Maslowski and I currently work in the School of History, Anthropology, Philosophy and Politics, which we would normally refer to as HAP for short because it's such a mouthful. Um, I'm the, currently the Postgraduate and Research Administrator, however, the part of the large ream of my role is marketing for the whole school. So it's my job to get our students here and then I hand them over to the education department and the relevant teams. So um, some of my experience, I've worked across various departments in the university, which has included schools, faculties and some of the directorates. And part of the directorate I worked with quite a lot with was MRCI, um, particularly in the international office. So I've got a lot of experience on the recruitment side of the house. So this has been particularly useful to bring to this current role that I'm in. So today we're just going to talk with Carol and ask a few questions just about her experiences over the past year of um, student engagement and also doing the recruitment um, events. So if you wouldn't mind just sort of talking about um, the past year on the different events that you've uh, done, Carol? So, well, as with the delights that COVID brings us in the pandemic, it's meant that everything has had to move to an online platform. Um, so the traditional face-to-face events that we've had has meant that we have had to completely change the way that we do things for engagement with our um, students um, or our customers, whichever way you want to call it, um, which is, has been quite challenging because, you know, a lot of the contact and the experience that we want to bring the students here to Queen's with and the school is that we want them to come here and experience what it's like to be on campus, to be in a university environment. Um, and trying to do that across a digital platform or online and trying to get that to translate has been particularly challenging. So we have had to have a, a look at everything that we do to see how we manage that and how we can get our message across. So obviously we've had the key um, platforms that would have our website. Um, social media has become absolutely massive for us in the school and we have fantastic social media assistants um, who certainly do an amazing job to get the word out there Um, and then what we've done is we've tried to maintain our traditional calendar of events but put them onto the online platform so that has been very very different for us and everyone across the university to do Um, and traditionally things that we would have had you know, people on campus for, students on campus for, would be things like we run an AS conference. In fact, we run three. We do one for history. We do one for politics, which is usually around um, March time. And we did a brand new one for anthropology and philosophy this year, which 
was even more challenging because it was brand new. So we didn't even have resource from previous years to actually tap into to say, hi, we're doing it differently this year. So that was quite uh, interesting. We've also got our offer holder days, which is traditionally people who are holding offers for UCAS or their undergraduate programs that we bring on to campus. They get the chance to sample what it's like they can chat with um, our academics but again we couldn't do that this year we didn't do it last year either but this year was our second year so we had a bit of experience under our belt and also as well we have um, traditional things that we would have done on campus things like book launches for our staff uh, lectures key lectures so we've been very heavily involved with manage those in the school and also with the wider university teams as well um, to try and make sure that it's the next best thing rather than face-to-face. And Carol, so you mentioned um, you had a couple of student interns. Uh, So tell us a little bit about their role and who else was involved with your team and what your role has been over the past past year and how it's kind of changed because of the pandemic? So my role is really to be a link between the wider university but also to plan and coordinate and and bring together the team um, for whatever event that we've got coming up. I manage the social media team so I give them direction of content you know relating to things like times of year of, of things that are, are, are happening perhaps say UCAS day then we'll start to sort of get the team to start populating our, our channels with you know course information and um, wider accommodation information you know st- you know do they want to talk to a, a student that type of thing and then I work then with the academic team to make sure that we have staff to represent those events we have we're very lucky in the school to have an events and marketing officer um, and uh, Previously, we had Susan Templeton, who was in in post and she's now just retired. So we're actually currently recruiting for a replacement. Um, So we are very lucky that we have somebody who specifically manages the events for us within the school. We have a social media team. So last year we had two students who were master's students. There are students um, and they were recruited for the first time. So again, we're very lucky within um, AHSS that we have the facility to have social media assistance across the schools. Um, And for the first time last year, we had two. We had Alex and we had Madison and they basically started from nothing um, very much social media had been uh, not low key, but it, it is a, it can be a bit of a monster, you know, because it needs to be, you know, social media needs to have content all the time. So it was, you know, a real godsend to have these these guys coming on board to create content, schedule content, react to things that were coming, you know, Twitter, you know, retweeting, um, and they did an amazing job um, to actually, you know, start to raise our profile and our followers, um, which was absolutely phenomenal. They then finished um, their courses and have moved on to to employment and you know elsewhere so we've now got two new student um, ambassadors and we have Fran and Gabriella and they're taking up the mantle where the other girls left and I have to say you know that has been absolutely crucial for our engagement both you know what's on what's happening but also as well um, responding to any questions or, or things that we get our academic staff are obviously 
hugely important to us you know they're our key to you know engaging with our potential students to let let them know who's going to be teaching the students um answering questions that they might have specifically about the program courses and general experience you know what it's like to be here we also have student ambassadors who are just amazing they are just honestly they're the best advert anybody could have um, and I'll explain in a while about one of the sessions that we ran for our GB session uh, offer holders which was supplementary to offer holder day and they were just amazing in fact they left us poor staff way behind <laughs> in terms of how they helped with the actual event um, and then, of course, we have the faculty team like yourselves and um, the recruitment and events officers who help us with the wider, you know, to have a more coordinated approach for the big, big events like Open Day and offer, offer Holder Days and things like that. And we obviously work with domestic recruitment and international office if there's, you know, wider, huge team events that, you know, we need to represent the full university with. So as well as the social media accounts, you've also done the recruitment events. Um, did you use any kind of digital tools um, to um, help facilitate those events? And if you could just tell us a little bit about them. As, as you know, the university uses Teams. That's our, our primary um online tool for across the university and um, we have also used webinar jam which is a new platform which we pur- purchased a school license and i know the faculty and i know the central team have have webinar jam accounts but we decided that it was a worthwhile investment for the school to actually have this platform ourselves um, and it just meant that there was less um pressure on trying to find suitable slots that we can just work with it as and when we need. We use um, tools like Menti to encourage student engagement. So things, you know, questionnaires, um, on you know, on the spot surveys, you know, we'll get the staff to populate those with, you know, questions and, and get feedback from the students. And another thing that we would use quite a bit, both before the ad, the events and after is we reduce 365 forms so it allows us to tailor the event for exactly what the student is looking and hoping for so for example um, in our AS conferences um, we were able to send out you know a 365 form to the, the, the teachers because we, we liaise with them so we were able to find out you know what's what's actually relevant in the you know the A-level curriculum at that time so that we can then tailor the event for the students so it then supplements and helps them with their studies you know in preparation for their AS well when they were happening exams and then A-level exams so rather than just doing a a nice to do we're trying to tailor the events for what actually the audience needs. We also can ask um, you know the students for information that they particularly want to get from a session and then we always ask for feedback after the session to find out you know was it relevant was it too long was it the perfect time um, what would they have liked to have seen more of less of you know would they have liked more engagement so you know that's something that very much with all all our events you know we, we review it how it went after after the the thing you know to make sure the event had happened so that we can actually see what went well and what what do we need to do better or change for the next time if if that's relevant 
yeah, I can imagine that that takes a lot of lot of work as well, gathering that feedback and then thinking about changes that you're going to make. Uh, but with with the digital tools, is there one digital tool particularly that you uh, thought worked really well? Uh, or what was your overall experiences of using the digital tools? I think with using the tools, I mean, experience beforehand, pretty much zero. <laughs> was even frightened of using Skype. Mm-hmm. so you know that that was quite a challenge and I think you know there's a lot of us in the same boat it wasn't what we what we were used to you know we were used to sitting in a room planning things um standing at a table in the Whitla Hall or in the Peter Froggatt Centre to sit you know to, to meet and greet people so this is completely different and it's trying to get that warmth through the screen was really really challenging and you know that's something that we have tried to to you know find a workaround now through experience of the different um channels between teams mostly we've used teams and webinar we've learned after we've done some events that some of them maybe haven't worked as well as we sh- could have so we've maybe perhaps so we did teams for our AS history conference and that worked perfectly for us because we had a central um, start to the conference and then we had break off rooms if you like or meeting times and the students we then gave them the link for the specific one that they wanted to go to so we had some we had a session on Russian Russian history so the students that were looking for that they were given that link and off they went to that room and then we brought them all back at the end So that was really good because it allowed us to engage better with the students. However, we found that we did do the webinar jam for our politics, which was brilliant because it was a straightforward session that went from one session to the next session to the next session to the next session. So that actually worked better. But to separate, teams worked better. So we've learned those um as we've gone along so the key thing for us is planning it's about you know who's doing what what sessions what do we need and then we from take from that we identify which will be the better suited platform for that particular event and work from it from there um so yeah i think i think that's the main things that we would have you know sort of sussed out as we've gone along thinking about sort of going forward is there anything that you would possibly do differently or um or basically just sort of tell us how you see your team moving forward um compared to last year I think it's about acknowledging that there is a different way of working and I think it's about finding a balance for both I think I think the other thing about the digital platform for us has meant, particularly for things like the AS conferences, we've actually managed to reach people that we would never have managed to reach in GB, for example. So, you know, there was 32 schools across GB were able to interact the anthropology and philosophy seminar conference that we did, which we would have never, ever have had those visitors on site. I mean, even for the other AS conferences, you know, we've had we've had schools have attended and, and numbers of, of engagement have been okay. But in terms of the numbers of schools have been very, very low. And we appreciate that um, a lot of them, you know, 
perhaps the timing of it, you know, there's not the finance to, you know, put a whole load of students into a bus to come. So this ticks a box and, you know, having it as an online option allows them to watch in class. Again, what we found in November with the history conference was, you know, the schools were, no, it wasn't actually the history conference, it was the politics conference. Students weren't in school. So how were, you know, A, they couldn't have come, B, they weren't in school. So we were able to facilitate giving um, the webinar, because that worked well with us with Webinar Jam, we were able to, you know, give them the actual link so they could even join it now from their own homes. So it really, really worked well. So it's about trying to work out our reach, our engagement, you know, what works best for, for the, the particular um uh, event that it is and things like I think the AS conferences I think will be a possible way forward that will retain the, those for example online however for things like um, offer holder day they need to come you know the students need to come they need to see it they mm -hmm. need to feel what it's like to be on camps they have to be able to imagine what it's like being here being a student at Queen's and you can't get that through a screen as much as you try you just can't mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I think something else that has been um key for us as well is to try and move away from the standard talking at people as as some of our academic staff you know if they're lecturing you know it's talking yes they do engage you know and there's questions but I think one of the the ways that we've tried to do is we've tried to change the, the the mode of delivery of how we talk and explain our courses, and this is what we're going back to about the GB um, event that we did. So we had offer holder day. Traditionally, students would come across here to see the campus, meet our staff, meet our students, and generally suss out Belfast and what it's like, and you know how they get here, and just you know check out the lay of the land so we also know that GB students have very different um, perspectives and questions that maybe local students have because maybe they've never been here before or they that there's other there particularly things like studentships that are maybe off, open to students that you know that they don't want to ask the question normally mm -hmm. so after our offer holder day we had a specific evening event and we sent uh, an email information to, uh, to, to all our GB offer holders and said to them, look, this is your time for you. You can ask any question you want. We have student ambassadors here. We also have um, staff here who understand the wider university and they can answer any questions that you have. It's up to you what you ask. You know, if you want, you can sub submit some questions beforehand. Um and we'll take it from there. So an hour session was scheduled and we actually had an hour and a half because the, the session was just, you know, there's so many questions and, you know, very, what you'd think are basic questions, but, you know, how, you know, about choosing modules, you know, the, from the student's perspective, you know, what the student's um, society's like, you know, what's nightlife like here, social life, all that type of thing. So, it was really, really positive for, you know, for that type of thing. And we used Teams for that. So the chat was going mad and, you know, we couldn't really keep typing fast enough. But the students were great because the question would come in, a student ambassador would, would type a response and then 
you know, if they wanted to talk about it a little more, they could jump in that way. What advice would you have for staff who are looking to do either recruitment, marketing, or any type of event that they're trying to reach or engage with students? Do you have kind of a a top tip for other staff trying to do this? I would say that you some you have to sometimes think of the student. What do they need to know to answer their question? You know, we're very good um, at telling them what we think they want to know and saying, you know, we're fabulous at this and we're fabulous at that. But the reality might be that, you know, different 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 things motivate different people. So, um, you know, so it's very much, this is coming from, from a, a very wider pastoral side of things as well. And this was very much some of the involvement I had when I was in the international office is listening to the concerns that, that students have about, you know, it's maybe not the course that they're worried about. It's maybe the wider issues. Um, but yes, I think I think sometimes you need to put yourself in the student's shoes and think about what they want from the course. And it's it's also as well about acknowledging the different levels of students. So an undergrad is going to come at something completely different to a postgraduate taught student and, a di- and completely different from a postgraduate research student. So a research student will have been through the system. They know what a university works like. They will have different questions. They will have different expectations. You know, a, a postgraduate taught student, you know, it's a, a shorter course they're coming for. They have their expectation that they want to basically come in for a year, do their course and go out again. A lot of them could be, you know, further development in their careers. will be working part time. You know, we'll want to know what the provision is for a part time student. So it's about trying to sort of see it from their perspective and understanding what their needs are and then ticking the box that way. I think, you know, the other thing too, just thinking about the pastoral side of things is that, you know, when you are on screen, you are, you know, if a student hasn't ever engaged like this before or can't come to the university, when you're on screen and you are there, you become a face to them, you become a real person rather than just a name on a name on a web page or name on, a, on an email or something. So I think it's it's really good that it it creates connectivity for wider students and other schools that people then see as a person and say oh there's someone I can go to to ask a question and you know not feel that it's it's a daft question because there is no daft questions um and yeah I just I just think you know that this this has been a challenge but it's also been a really good way of of changing and, and letting us refresh the way that we do things um, you know, yeah, and you know, even in our offer holder day, that that's going back to the comment I made earlier about, you know, our our staff, you know, are used to doing lectures, you know, and speaking to people and everything, you know, this this type of platform, you have to have engagement to make sure that the the viewer remains, you know, in touch with you because you know a conference could last four hours, you know, you could you could imagine you wouldn't want to die of boredom. <laughs> watching someone on screen for four hours you kind of lose lose the will to live but I just think you know that if 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 it's an engaging session through either Menti through a discussion forum or question and answer session or you know pre-populated information snapshot videos you know that's another thing too is we have a lot of videos that that, you know we can play but again some of them are quite long so it's now making us look at these 
the, the digital materials that we have are they fit for purpose for these type of events? You know, so webinar jam is great that if we have a break that we can schedule so many videos to just play during the break time. It's up to the the, the end user if they want to watch it. Um, we can have one just to start to set the scene. Um, but yeah, I think some of the talk ones I think are useful if we can start to sort of find ways to, you know, edit and, you know, provide the snippets that we actually need in shorter bite size and that's probably something going forward. It's something that we need to think about how we do that and the expertise that we have because we don't, that's one thing we don't have. The other thing I should say is another wee tip is if you're doing things digitally, record it <laughs> because you can always reuse it. And that's something that's been very useful as well. Yeah. And we do put that back out in our social, our social media channels as well to, to record, you know, anything that's recorded and we will use it for our, our focus weeks going forward. That's brilliant. That's a good tip. <laughs> I know. That's a really good point, actually, because it's relevant for whatever role you play at Queen's, you know, to, you know, you spent spent enough time putting it together in the first place and reusing content is such a good way to try to streamline things. And you can always adapt it and change it slightly. But, you know, it was good once, so it'll be good again. Well, that's it, you know, because, the, the you know, we follow a cycle, you know, university does follow a cycle and, you know, it gives you a chance to have something in the background if you need it, but you can refresh as you go. Um, but that's certainly, you know, the things that we're doing, particularly in the social media side of things is that we're, we're having, we're challenging ourselves to have specific focus weeks and ahead of key, key periods. So, we did a, a focused PGR week in December, which was a way ahead of, you know, the time that students were, were hit, starting to hit the deadlines for the funding body applications to deadlines to be in. So we did a, a full focus on students, staff, types of um, projects you can study. We did the same with PGT, you know, at the end of, you know, around the exam period, which to encourage our undergraduate students to think of their, for, you know, their, their future study. You know, if they weren't going to go into, into jobs, this is maybe something that they could think of. We'll be doing um, undergraduate information. We do that on the run up to UCAS. We'll do the run up to, um, um, you know, when they start to hand in their UCAS which will be around September time, November time for the schools. So it's about sort of mapping things out at those key times, but also having key discipline weeks. So it's to try and bring bring what's on Course Finder, bring what's on our web pages to life. That this is what this is what it's all about. This is our staff. This is our students. This is what you learn, you know. And letting our students also take over because they understand better than any of us could because they're current there now, they understand. And that's another thing, you know, a lot of the questions that have come through from us is what is it like to, to be taught online? You know, because students are feeling that they're missing out on the university experience. And our ambassadors, you know, they were honest. They said it was tough, you know, um, and, and could be lonely. Um, but in terms of the material and connect activity with their 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 academic staff you know they, they felt that that was you know had been really really good so yeah it is it is a it is a very different time and who knows when we'll get back to normal but it's always a work towards isn't it yeah it's, a, it's interesting you're kind of now reflecting and looking at what 
has happened, but what is good to take forward and how to kind of adapt that slightly. So what what do the next few weeks look like for you? Like what will you be doing today and the rest of this week moving forward? Well, social media is still ongoing. So we're actually um, at the moment, so offer holder, uh, sorry, UCAS days coming up as in the students will be getting the results the 10th of August. So what our social media team are actually doing, we're going to come at it with a slightly different slant this year. So while we're, you know, telling people that, you know, Queen's is the place to come, you know, and they'll all have their conditional and their insurance choices already planned. But there will be a lot of students who the 10th of August will not go for them how they expect it to go because they won't get the results that they wanted. And having been on clearing lines for the last X amount of years, um, you know, and, and dealing and, and chatting to these students and understanding how they're feeling. What we're coming at this time is that we're 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 coming at with a different slant, you know, that because you, maybe your results didn't go the way you want, this is your opportunity to change direction. This is what we can offer. You may not have thought about this. So how about this, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. So trying to promote our courses in a different way to try and give students to say you know once they get over the shock that well maybe I hadn't considered that or that looks really interesting or do you know I would have never known about this before that type of thing so that's that's what we're working on at the moment and of course our open day will be coming up on the GB one will be the 4th of September and then the 11th is the main one so there's a lot of planning going into that and again it'll be talking to the, the academic staff now um, to plan their content you know for their sessions for their talks you know thinking a bit outside the box how to keep it engaged you know to make it you know exciting to make you know sell our courses for want of a better word um, and yeah that's that's what's ahead of us so it's a quieter time perhaps on campus for teaching but we're ramping up for the year ahead for the yeah. for the the next new new wave we really appreciate you you coming on um carol and just sharing your experiences and you know we we wish you all the best for the summer Thank and, you very and much. hopefully all goes well no problem no problem at all a huge thanks to carol and her team and we wish them all the very best for what sounds like a very busy time ahead you will find a few useful websites in the podcast notes including links to the hap social media profiles Look out for more AHSS Digital Learning Coffee Break podcasts and please let us know if you would like any more information about anything mentioned here by emailing ahss.elearning at qub.ac.uk. Speak soon.